chapter number seven of six little bunkers at grandma bell's this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. recording by bavia six little bunkers at grandma bell's by laura lee hope chapter seven laddie's new riddle nora o'grady the cheerful cook for the six little bunkers saw their mother hurrying out of the house with rose what's the matter mrs bunker asked nora is there a fire and are you going for a policeman firemen and policemen aside from jerry sims were nora's two chief heroes no there isn't a fire nora answered mrs bunker but rose just told me that mun bun is caught up in a tree with a balloon and i've got to go and get him down maybe you'd better come too better come i should say i had cried nora quickly taking off her apron the poor little lad caught up in a balloon the saints preserve us tis probably one of them circus balloons or maybe a german airship came along and caught him up the poor darling oh no exclaimed rose as she trotted along with her mother and nora mun isn't in a balloon his balloon is caught in a big tree and the little darling won't come away and it couldn't be much worse gasped nora we'll have to get a fireman with a long ladder tis probable to get him down i don't see how it could have happened said mrs bunker he was in the yard playing a little while ago the next time i looked he was gone where did the balloon come from rose munbun bought the balloon said the little girl he bought it cried nora and mrs bunker yes it's a five cent one he had five cents that jerry sims gave him mon had and he bought the balloon and it had a long string to it and it got caught up in a tree the balloon did and mon bun's got hold of the string and he won't come away cause if he does he'll maybe break the string in the balloon and rose had to stop she was so out of breath but she had told all there was need to tell mrs bunker and nora who had reached the street and could look down and see mon bun standing under a tree not far away came to a sudden stop and then the little darling isn't caught up by a german airship asked the cook no it's just a balloon he bought with the five cents jerry gave him explained rose and it's caught in a tree and i see how it is said mrs bunker and she laughed mun bun doesn't want to come away without his toy balloon we must get it for him nora sure that we will the saints be praised he isn't flying about the clouds this blessed minute and with nora now laughing also the three of them went to where mun stood under the tree caught on one of the branches overhead was a big red balloon it was fast to a string and the little boy held the other end of the cord i can't get it down he exclaimed well it's a good thing you didn't climb up after it said his mother we'll get it down for you mun she took hold of the string and nora finding a long stick carefully poked it up among the tree branches until she had loosed the toy balloon then it floated free and mun bun could walk along with it floating on the end of the string about his head it's an awful nice balloon he said if it was bigger i could have a right in it like jerry did in the one when he was in the army well i'm glad it isn't any bigger said mrs bunker small as it is you gave us enough trouble with it mun but mun mun's all right 
Nora was scared about him, said the girl, hugging the little boy close to her as they all walked back toward the house. Where did you get the balloon? asked Mrs. Bunker. Down at Mrs. Kane's store, answered Mun, mentioning a little toy and candy shop on the block on which the six little bunkers lived. They spent all their spare pennies there. And it was in bringing his toy balloon home on the end of a long string, letting it float in the air over his head, that Mun Bun had had the accident at the tree when the blown-up rubber bag got caught in the branch. He wouldn't leave it, of course, and Rose ran to tell her mother. That's how it all happened. Well, come in to lunch now, called Mrs. Bunker to the other children who were playing in the yard. And don't go away from the house this afternoon. It's quite warm and I don't want any of you to go off in the blazing sun. If you do, we can't go to Grandma Bell's. This was enough to make them all promise they would spend the afternoon in the shade near the house while Mrs. Bunker and Nora went on with the packing of the trunks. A great many things must be taken along on the visit to Maine when so many children have to be looked after. They used up much clothing. How long are we going to stay at Grandma Bell's? asked Russ as he left the dining room after lunch. Oh, perhaps a month, his mother answered. She told us to come and stay as long as we like, but I hardly think we shall be there all summer. Shall we come back home? asked Rose. I hardly know, said Mrs. Bunker. We may go to visit some of your cousins or aunts. Land knows you have enough. Oh, wouldn't it be fun if we could go out west to Uncle Fred's ranch? cried Russ. I'd like to go see Cousin Tom at the seashore, put in Rose. I love the seashore. I like cowboys and Indians, exclaimed Russ. Could we go see Aunt Joe in Boston? asked Laddie. I'd like to go to a big city like Boston. Maybe we could go there some day, said Mrs. Bunker. But why would you like to go there, Laddie? Cause then maybe I could hear some new riddles. I didn't think of a new one, not in two whole days. My, that's too bad, said Mr. Bunker, who had come home to lunch and who had heard all about Mun's balloon. I'll give you a riddle, laddie. Why does our horse eat oats? Wait a minute. Don't tell me, cried the little boy. Let me guess. He thought hard for a few seconds and then gave as his answer. Because he can't get hay. No, that isn't it, said Mr. Bunker. And when Laddie had made some other guesses, and when Ross, Rose, and the remaining little Bunkers had tried to give a reason, Daddy Bunker said, A horse eats oats because he's hungry, the same as any other horse. You mustn't always try to guess the hardest answers to riddles, Laddie. Try the easy ones first. And then, amid laughter, Mr. Bunker started back to the office. Have you found that red-haired tramp yet, Daddy? asked Ross. And did you get back your papers? No, Ross, not yet. And I don't believe I ever shall. Maybe I could find him if you'd let me come down to your office, went on the little boy. Well, thank you, but I don't believe you could, said Mr. Bunker. You'd better stay here and help your mother pack, ready to go to Grandma Bell's. Out in the shady side yard, some of the little bunkers were playing different games. Mun and Margie were making sand pies, turning them out of clamshells onto a shingle and letting them dry in the sun. Mun's red balloon floated in the air over the heads of the children, the string tied fast to a peg Russ had driven into the ground. Russ, after having done this kindness for his little brother, began to whistle a merry tune and at the same time started to nail together a box in which he said he was going to take some of his toys to Grandma Bell's. 
rose had taken her doll and was sitting under a tree making a new dress for her toy and laddie and we had gone down to the little brook which bubbled along at the bottom of the green meadow which was not far from the house this brook was not very deep or wide it flowed into rainbow river and was a safe place for the children to play laddie and we had taken off their shoes and stockings before going down to paddle in the water and after a while ross stopping in his work of hammering the box to look for more nails heard laddie calling out in a loud voice oh we what made the boat sink what made the boat sink at the same time we gave a loud shriek ross dropped his hammer and started to run toward the brook what's the matter called his mother who saw him running i don't just know answered russ over his shoulder but i guess laddie has a new riddle he's hollering about why does a boat sink but we's crying i think oh my exclaimed mrs bunker again stopping in her work of packing a trunk i hope those children haven't fallen into the brook End of chapter seven